January 11th, 2024. We're in Masechet Bava Kama If you count from the top of the Amud down, it's 12 lines down, three words before the end of the line. Let's begin again with that word, Lema. Uh, the Gemara's context is specifically, do we consider slaves, Avadim Kna'anim, to be parallel, to be the same as land? That'll have a lot of uh, halachic ramifications with regards to how to acquire and uh, what can be done with it and when can it be collected, etc. Some of which we addressed, a little bit more of what we'll need to address. And what the Gemara, to a certain extent, suggested to us is this is a mahlok, it's a dispute amidst, amongst the uh, Emoraim. There was a mahlok between Rav Nachman and Ula. Uh, Tosafot already. The, Alan, uh, we like this Tosafot, I think. Tosafot already made clear to us that when it comes to biblical circumstances and laws, dinim de oraita, we always say that avadim ke karka. Slaves and land have the same status with regards to Tosafot, gave us examples, ona'a and shivu'a. Laws and situations we'll deal with separately. What we're really talking about is the rabbinic circumstances, situations, and laws. How did the rabbis treat slaves? Did they treat them with regards to the intricacies of the laws, like land or like movable objects? Again, it would seem somewhat clear to us. It should be like a movable object. Again, the Torah, however, seems to equate separately land and slaves, giving it a different status. The question is with regards to rabbinic matters, whether it's so as well. So says the Gemara, lema Shall we suggest, and anytime you start a sentence with, shall we suggest, obviously the answer is going to be not so simple, right? Shall we suggest this matter is not only a dispute amongst the rabbis from the Gemara, Ula and Rav Nachman, but it really goes back several hundred years. It's kitanae. It's a machloket amidst the rabbis from the time of the Beraita, because we'll have a contradiction in Beraitot, and the suggested way of answering that will be, and that's the difference, it's two Beraitot, each of which take a different position on this question of whether Eved is kikarka or not. First Beraita, machalo avadim vikarkaot. If a person sells to another, uh, one person to Reuven uh, to Shimon, he sells him slaves and land. And the question in turn is, how much of uh, active uh, way of acquiring those items and things does the buyer need to do? In other words, can he do one action which will acquire everything? Or does he need to do a separate action on the land and a separate one on the uh, slaves? It says the Beraita, If he does what's called a kinyan, let's call it a kinyan, mishicha on the, he, he pulls the slave onto or off of the property of the seller, well, he's acquired the slave by so doing, but the land that he's trying to buy as part of this deal as well, he'll need to do a separate action in order to make a kinyan, an acquisition on that. Uh, what about if he does a kinyan on the karkaot? In other words, he does one of those three or more actions that it takes in order to acquire land. Na'al, parat, gadar, he puts a lock on the gate, he opens up a hole in the gate, he, uh, he puts up a gate, in any of those ways you do an act of hazakah on the land to acquire it. Can you, by so doing, acquire the slaves as well with what we're going to start to refer to today as a kinyan agav? It's an acquisition, it's an act which buys two things at once. One is what I'm doing the action to, the other which is 
thrown in as part of the deal. So what if I did just the kinyan on karkaot? I did a hazaka, one of those actions I just mentioned. Lokana avadin, you likewise did not, in such a situation, do a kinyan on the slaves. You need to do a separate action on the slaves, continues the beraita. Karkaotu mitaltilin. What if the deal that you're looking to strike and the buying and purchase you're trying to affect is not slaves and land, it's rather movable items and land. I want to buy your property and your car. In such a situation, says the Beraita, we have the following option open to you. You can just do the act of acquisition, what we call a kinyan, on the karka, and by so doing, the car is yours as well. Even if the car, we'll see, is not on the land. I just made such an act on your land. It's called a kinyan agav, which we're going to, well, we already understand, Tosafot even told us that. This is only midrabbanan. Amazingly, shitata Tosafot here in Bavad, is that Kenyan Agav, everything we're talking about, is only rabbinically uh, concept. Uh, biblically speaking, this is not uh, per se uh, a, a reality. That's a larger issue in conversation. But that's the significant line. Next line, If I uh, get into your car and take it for a drive and hand you some money, I don't buy so doing, get your land as well, even though I want to buy your land as well. Only works one way from karka to metaltilin. That's what's clear from this beraita. Well, let's pause for a second and realize that it works from karka to metaltilin, but if, most importantly, avadimu metaltilin, I want to acquire his slave and his car. Well, if slaves are the same as land, I should be saying that just do the action on the slave of acquiring, and by so doing, I'll have his car as well. Most important line over there. We're contrasting, we're saying that they're not the same land, karka, and slaves, avadim. Right, we're contrasting them. We're saying when it comes to karka, you can do what's called the kinyan agav. You can make the kinyan on the land, and by so doing, kinyan, yes, Alan, kinyan, act of acquisition on the land, and by so doing, you acquired also, you bought also his car. You can't do that with slaves. Of course, if I walk into his car and take it for a drive and take it off his property, I don't get the slave. But the most important line over here was that where, or lines thought were, that whereas when it came to land, I can buy the land and get through that purchase action as well, the car, when it comes to slaves, I can't do so. It seems clear from this beraita, slaves are not like land. Wait, wait. So Not really, you're not going to build a gate around him or put a hole in him or something of that sort. There's different ways of being you do kinyan mishicha and things of that sort. There are still laws, if that's what you're saying, that are equivalent in terms of the fact, for example, when it comes to land, we don't swear in order to affect things. You don't either with a slave, whereas you do with objects and things of that sort. You just personally say more similar to movable objects in this specific way that you're doing it, but again, that makes sense. That just has to do with qualitatively, it's a human being as opposed to grass. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, that's what you're doing as well.
This, this beraita, well said, Judah, is exactly the Tane Avimi that we had earlier. This, this beraita is Rav Nachman, and he's smiling and happy with this. It's the next line, it's the next beraita that's most significant. Yeah. Yes, if you were Mahazik Pakarka. We, didn't, we didn't yet address that. We will at the bottom of the Amud, so give it a little bit. It's going to be a stiram beraito. This beraita said you're not kone avadim. Look at the first line of this beraita, or third line of this beraita, kakaot lo kana avadim. Right? That's what this beraita will address that separately at the bottom of the Amud, or on the next side, we're going to have a stira in that as well. But give it a little bit. That's our issue, slaves and land. I said slaves and land? Yes. yes. Slaves and movables. I said cars, though. I didn't say. I didn't. All right. I meant to say movables. Good. The Hatanya says the Beraita. Thank you very much. The Hatanya. Uh, now we have a contradiction. The next Beraita is not an Avimi Beraita. It's not a Rav Nachman Beraita. If you made the act of acquisition, you uh, purchased the slave. You can do what's called again a kinyan agav and get the slave, get the uh, movable object as well, the car. It seems clear from this second beraita, like ula, like the dayanim of nahar da'a, if you remember them, like the dayanim of pumbedita, like Rabbi Lazar, like all those opinions we mentioned earlier. We now found an opinion that seems clear in the beraita to equate to say it's the same land and slaves again with regards to at least kinyan agav. My love. Shall we not suggest the following? These two beraitot are disputing, are disagreeing about the following. Demor savar avadim Mor means the master. We're referring to the beraita as our master. The second beraita that we cited says that avadim and land are equivalent, are the same. You can do a kinyan agav on movable objects and the car through them. Dameh, that's similar. Umor savar avadim kimetaltilin. Dameh, the second beraita, the first beraita maintains that slaves are not so. They're rather like movable objects. The same way I can't buy a car and by buying the car uh, acquire something else, a kinyan agav on that, so too I can't with slaves. Says the Gemara, I have two ways of deflecting and suggesting that that's an incorrect reading because I can maintain, I can suggest that both of these beraitot have the opinion that slaves are are like land. I can have an opinion that both of these beraitot are that slaves are not like land. And I can explain both opinions nonetheless that they're disagreeing about something altogether different. This appeared to be the most simple natural interpretation, but there are other interpretations, again, to why I would distinguish between kinyan agav, slaves and land. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Ika Bere de Rav Ameh, Perhaps I could suggest dekule alma literally means the whole world, but figuratively over here it means both of these beraitot maintain avadim kimekarkae. Both the first beraita and the second beraita maintain that avadim are like land. Well, if that's the case, how could you make a claim that we saw in the second beraita that? Oh, excuse me. How could you make the claim that we saw in the first beraita that avadim? That avadim, uh, you can't do a kinyan agav with them. Why not? Yeah. How are you going to understand it otherwise? 
Tosafot explains how we know it's a Kinyan Agav, but it seems clear even without Tosafot that it's a Kinyan Agav. What are we talking about after all? Oh, okay, so you're ahead of us in the Gemara. Yes, indeed. Uh, hang tight, I believe you. That's, you have, no, 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 no. He's, uh, you know, he's clean. He's, uh, he's clean. He's clean. But anyway, at this point, our assumption is we're dealing with Kinyan Agav. <laughs> Says the Gemara. They had the Tanya. Yeah, yeah. They had the Tanya Lokana. Why would you, if, if, if both of the Beraitot maintain that Avadim are like land, uh, how could you say there's no Kinyan Agav by the slave for the car? Ba'inan Karka Dunya De'arim Misurot Bihuda. Now, the Gemara is already revealing to us something that it hasn't yet told us about, and it will in a moment. The Mishnah Masechet Kiddushin on Daf Kavav derives this concept known as a Kinyan Agav, which we've been discussing throughout the class today and half of the class yesterday, from a Pasuk in the context of a king that once lived for Am Yisrael's name was Yehoshaphat. And the Pasuk describes how Yehoshaphat gave as an uh, inheritance or as a present to his children, Arim Misurot Bihuda. He gave uh, cities in Yehuda uh, and through them and with them all sorts of objects and things. Well, you see that the example in the Pesukim, in Divrei Hayamim, is in the context of cities and actual land. So I might say, and this comes to our conversation yesterday, that yes, slaves and land, generally speaking, are similar with regards to other laws, such as collecting as a creditor from the descendants, from the inheritors, but when it comes to this specific law, what's this specific law? Kinyan Agav, I have a pasuk which teaches me it's not that way. Without suggesting a svara, a logic for why it's different, I can at the very least say empirically, meaning if I'm judging this based on its source, the source is cities. Cities are ground, land, and I'm buying something based on, and with that, that's not the same as a slave. Uh, how so? Again, dumyat ba'inan, we would need dumya similar to for kinyan agav, misurot bihuda, de la nayede. Nayede means move. Uh, land, cities don't move. Slaves do. Ditnan, after all, the Mishnah Masechet Kiddushin that we mentioned teaches us the following. It teaches us the sourcing for kinyan agav, what I mentioned to you a moment ago. These are rabbinic terminology for uh, uh, property that moves and property that's stationary. What's the difference between the two? Well, one's the car and the other one's a field. Uh, why do we call them yesh lehem or en lehem achrayut? Achrayut means like guarantee or responsibility. Land is never going away. Land, there is a lien on land. It's yesh lehem achrayut. Uh, property, when it's sold, it's gone. It no longer has any connection to the initial seller. What's that? Metal tilin, even though it's mehubah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, give, it, give it one second. We're going to see the pasuk and we'll, we'll focus on So again, so what the Mishnah says to us, you can buy a car, agav, a land. Those are in these words. Chasim she'en lehem achrayut, meaning movable objects, the cars, the anything. Niknin can be acquired im, together with. Kinyan agav, nechasim she'esh lehem achrayut. How so? How are you buying the land? In one of three ways. A land can be acquired bekesef, bishtaru bechazaka. I know I've been giving you the example of talking about chazaka, the Gemara has the whole time. But you can really acquire land with money or with a, a document as well. Uh, what's the sourcing 
in reacting to this Mishnah Masechet Kiddushin, the rabbis asked, where did you come up with Kinyan Agav? What's the Makor, the source word? Amar Chizkiyada Amar Kera, Vayiten Lahem Avihem Matanot Rabot. There you go, Jesse. Hoshafat gave many presents to his sons. La Kesef, Vela Zahav, Vela Migdanot, Imarem Esurot Bihuda. Silver, gold, other important, valuable items, together with, aim, together with, not by means of, because Judah might ask, is this a Kenyan Hatzer? You're buying it, or you got the land and you got everything that's on. No, no, it's aim. It's at the same moment. In other words, what I'm referring to is the following, and if you don't follow this, okay, we can return to another occasion. There's two, there's another way of acquiring things. If I throw something into your field, you acquired it with what's called a Kenyan Hatzer. We're going to address that in a moment or two with what Judah was suggesting uh, a little bit ago. But uh, as a result, maybe this is a Kenyan Hatzer. Maybe he gave them the, the fields, the cities, and then he said, and what's in them now is, but the Pasuk reads very clearly, Im. Im means together with. Together with means at the same moment. It's one thing if you have the field, I throw something into it. Now that's yours. That could have been what Yehoshaphat was. It's not what it says. It doesn't say he gave it to them and then they got that because it was in it. It says he gave it to them at the same time. It's it's what's called a Kinyan Agav. Because he was still alive. I mean, what, what do you mean? It's not inherited. Well, I'll show you, though. I mean, who said it's mine? At what point does it become mine? I need to do a Kinyan of some sort. I need to take it. No matter what. That's why we have the question in Betza about Matanot on Shabbat, because it's an acquisition. It's not but I thought it's Mishnah. It's between father and children. Oh, the Hizkiah? The yeah, so? Yeah. Really? I'll wait till your sons find out about this. They could just walk into your house and take whatever they want. It's theirs, no problem. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Even from father to son. It's, the, it's sons who are not so bechashuhanaviyem. It's not theirs. Okay, so that being the case, so the first angle, uh, first uh, way of, of, of disproving, uh, angle of deflection, is in our Gemara to suggest that both of those taught. let's just remember the structure that we set up over here. We had two taught. One Beraita, I'm going to use the rabbinic terminology, says you have a Kinyan Agav with and through the slave. And the other one said, you don't. We wanted to suggest the question is, is a slave like land? We said, no, no, everybody agrees a slave's like land, but not for Kinyan Agav. Why not for Kinyan Agav? Because our example, our source for Kinyan Agav is an immovable city as opposed to this. Maybe that's their mahluk, ikadamre. Ikadamre means yeshe omrim, some say. In other words, we're now going to, again, disprove that that was really the disagreement between those two taught, but not because they both maintain, generally speaking, slaves, avadim, are kimekarkaye, like land, but rather because they both maintain avadim, are not kimekarkaye. Oh, wait a second, if they both agree that slaves are not like land, how could one of those two taught tell me that if, as long as I acquired your slave, I got your car as well? Oh, that doesn't make any sense. The only way you could do that is with a kinyan agav. Everybody, both of these two that I taught, maintain They've gone the opposite way. Avadim are like movable objects, not like land. Wait a second. If you tell me that if I acquire the slave, I don't get the car as well. Shapir, Shapir means it's good. I understand that. Oh, what about this? Kana? 
How could you claim that I acquire the car together with the slave if the slave doesn't have the status of a field on rabbinic matters like Kenyan Agav? Answers the Gemara, Be'odan Alav. There's the line that uh, Judah introduced us to. Be'odan Alav means you made a mistake, Harari. We weren't talking about cars. We were talking about clothing. We were talking about something that's on the slave. And something that's on the slave, let's go back to what we talked about a moment or two ago called the Kinyan Hatzer. You might have imagined, because of the example I gave you, I throw something, I say, Judah, uh, Abi, I'd like to give you something. Uh, so when you wake up in the morning, it's going to be on your field. Uh, it's yours. You wake up, you see it, it's yours now, Kinyan Hatzer. Uh, what if I uh, put it onto you? Can you make a Kinyan Hatzer? You didn't hold it, but it's on you. I put it on your head. You didn't, you're not holding it knowingly in that respect grabbing it from me, that's called a kinyan hatzer. Potentially, the Gemara is going to suggest at this point, potentially that makes a kinyan hatzer, even though you're not a field, but it's your possession, and we're using your body as, so to speak, a place which is owned by you. So the suggestion as a result is, oh, slaves are never considered like land. Wait a second, had you tell me that I can acquire something with the slave? If it's on the slave, says come up. But wait a second. When we talk about acquiring with a field, we say a field because a field is in place because a field is something that's odan alav my Says the Gemara. If the clothing is on the slave, if the slave is holding on to I don't know whatever else you're acquiring, the uh, cats and the. Uh, I don't know, the uh, bulls and the, whatever you, you want to acquire from this person and, is, and he's holding on to it. What does that do? That's what's called haser mehalecheti. That's a field which is walking, right? We're saying it's what's called a kinyan haser. I know it's hard to conceptualize, but that's what we need to conceptually see. What's that? Courtyard, not field. Good, good. Okay. Well said. Sadeh is a field. Courtyard. Hatzer. I said front. Uh, front. Uh, it's okay, but courtyard's better. Uh, so, as says the Gemara, that's what's called the Hatzer mehalechet. You can't, Avi Harari, imagine A.B. Cohen is considered a, uh, a courtyard. It's not a courtyard. He walks around. Courtyards need to be in place. And as a result, you couldn't, Judah Shimo, you couldn't, Gemara, uh, suggest for me that the way in which I'm acquiring the items with the slave is not with a kinyan agav, but rather with what we call a kinyan hatzer, this fancy courtyard acquiring. No such thing. It's a walking courtyard. Walking courtyards don't work. The Gemara doesn't give us a source for that. It seems to be a simple sevara. It's not... Maybe the answer to this. I don't know. Maybe whatever the Gemara is going to answer now. That's a good question. Don't, don't forget, I was a little bit alluding to that when I just a moment ago, a second, no, no, I'm serious. A second ago said, we don't have a source for Hatzer HaMe'alechet. Who said Hatzer HaMe'alechet? The Rishonim are done on this. Who said Hatzer HaMe'alechet? It's, it's, it's mentioned also in Kiddushim, but yeah. Correct. Because the Eved is a Hatser HaMehalechet. Yeah. Kinyan Hatser was, was, was the one I gave you. When you wake up in the morning and you see the, uh, I don't know, I don't know your proclivities and you found the, uh, the, the Haredi newspaper on your front, it's yours. No, I can't come by and grab it from you. Why not? Because it's on your property. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the whole idea. Is that it's Hatser, it's not Hatser. No, 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 no. The Hatser, the Hatser is not moving. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, but when it's in the airspace of your Hatser, your Hatser, so to speak, swallowed it up. Uh, so even when you do it. Yeah, yeah. Even beforehand. Even beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that, it, 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 we'll see that later in Amasek. In the car, so that's an interesting question. Well, Jeffrey wants to know, is it movable? But in this moment, it can't move because the engine's not on. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit what we're going to come close to dra- addressing right now. So that's the Gemara again. Uh, and the halakha is that if it's a movable courtyard, it, it doesn't, it doesn't it, you can't make an acquisition. Maybe the case is the slave is not moving in this moment. He's in place. So to the, uh, maybe the car is in place. In other words, we're not addressing this. Jeffrey's really asking, is it because he has a brain or it's because he moves? At this point, it doesn't seem to be the issue because of, because of his brain. It's the fact that he's moving. And that's why the Gemara says, maybe, maybe he's not moving. And that's the case. So you had a Kinyan Hatzer, as the Eved, he became a courtyard in this moment by standing. So the Gemara, no, 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 but there's still a problem. And as a result, I will tell you, Jeffrey, the car, when it's in place, is okay. With regards to the Veha Amarava, Koshi Ilu Mehalech Lokana, However, we have a counterstatement, an argument, that even if the item or being is in place, the fact that it can move, that invalidates it from being considered a hatzir. Now that has to do, seems clear, with the volition, with the will of the person. The fact that the person can move, which cars can't unless being uh, manipulated by the owner, turned on and, and, uh, and so as a result though, with regard, no, no, that's not going to help us. The slave, even though he's standing in place while the clothing's on him or whatever he's holding on to, the fact that he can move, call, we are, he's called the Hatser HaMehalechet. As a result, we're still, how are we going to answer it? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you how to deal with this. Hilcheta Bekafut. The halacha must be, and it must be what we're addressing and dealing with in this Beraita, according to this, this angle, Bekafut. Kafut means he's tied up which means to say, he can't move. Again, if you untie him, he can move, but like the car, the car is off. The car is off, I throw something into your car, it's yours. I threw it to the slave while he's, or not threw it, I put it on the slave while he's tied up. In that moment, I say, I'm acquiring this slave and whatever's on him, the fact that he can't move in this moment, it's mine. That's what's considered a hatzir, even though it could be mehalechet. In this moment, it's not mehalechet at all. That's the conclusion of the Gemara Tosafot. Person that can move, tied up, now takes away his ability to walk, even though he has the ability to walk. Yes, just like the car when the engine's off. It has no ability to move. But it's not. It's in theory movable, but in this moment it cannot move. As a result, it's not considered a hatzara malech. It's a court. Is this only a stable also someone that I kidnap? I'm saying, is this happening? Like, if somebody kidnaps a person, God forbid, and ties him in that place, it no, because you, can, you can't make an acquisition on a, on, on a, on a human being who's not a slave. Oh, so, no, that's oh, why. So his dad doesn't count, right? Like, it doesn't matter. He doesn't want to be acquired. Correct, with regards to a slave. But that will give me two seconds. Let me do the maskanada gemara and then address, I think, what you're angling at in Tosafot. But, uh, so it means that the maskanada our gemara is that we don't have any clear angle on this. We started the sugya today, ended it yesterday by questioning, is evit kikarkar, slaves like land, mahloket, uh, dispute amongst the emoraim. So then the Gemara told us at the end of the day yesterday, the beginning of the day today, maybe that's this issue in these two beraitot. And I said, no, 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 I could suggest that these two beraitot either both hold Eved is Kekarkan, the only, only issue over here that splits them is that Eved 
with regards to a kinyan uh, agav is not uh, is not like karka because it's movable. It's not like the arim in Yehuda arim mesurot Yehuda. That was the first uh, point of uh, of deflecting this, of disproving it. The other one is now that they really both maintain that naivet is. Not like karka. Oh, so then, how could you argue over here that Na'evit could have a kinyan agav in one of these two? But I thought the answer it wasn't a kinyan agav; it was a kinyan hatzer. But wait a second, he's movable. He's not movable in this no, moment. Everybody's holding up. They, they both will hold up, but neither one of them can bring a proof exclusively for them. That Baraita is mine, aside for Rav Nachman, who brought the Avimi. Indeed, the Tane Avimi. No, in the in the scheme of things, we don't even have a clear position against them. The fact that he can move invalidates the deal. I understand, but the fact that he, well, he could. Slaves run away. He can't legally, but he could. He's got a mind of his own. To the extent that, as, to the extent, to the extent that Jared's making the claim and Tosafot questions this as well, even when he's tied up, he's not actually docile. He's not actually stuck in place. His hands are still moving. Vocabulary lesson as well. Yeah. I, I, you know, and that might be the answer to what the Gemara was thinking. You know? so Jared asked, "It's Hatzera Mehalechet." So Jared said, oh, "What was the Gemara thinking?" Maybe the answer is, "We thought initially a slave is different than an animal. A slave realizes he can't actually run away. Maybe an animal doesn't. Maybe something." But again, now we're going to go to the opposite extreme. Tosafot's now going to question. Hey, this Tosafot, Kafut, says, "V'tzarich Lamar." The, the first of the wide lines in Tosafot, "Named Demayre BeYashan." It's got to be, or Yashin, rather. It's got to be that the slave is also sleeping. Because he can move in place. On the one hand, he can't be moving. Got it. That you established by, you tied him up. But at the end of the day, he's not uh, He's not fully safeguarded. Ironically, the opposite of Jeffrey's angle just a moment ago, the fact that he's a slave and doesn't want to be involved in this and wants to be free means that he's got a mind of his own. And even though, technically speaking, he knows he's got a beer, the fact that he could, he's not tied up enough, according to Tosafot. You need to say that he's sleeping I understand. That was Jeffrey's claim. Tosafot says the only way you can get a full-fledged, you know, he's actually a slave mentality and he's not thinking otherwise is when he's sleeping. That's what Tosafot says. Rabbeinu Hananel on the left-hand side of my Amud just says quite simply, Jared, your words, you were saying it figuratively. That's what he says explicitly. He says not only are his legs tied up, but his hands are tied up. He's entirely tied up. He's entirely tied up. And you put something on his head and you put some clothing on his body. He is that's the situation we're dealing with to make a Kenyan Hatzer even through a slave who we say is uh, really stuck in place. Not really stuck in place to the. What's, you tied him entirely, arms and legs, and then you put something on him clothing, something on his head, I don't know, something on top of him, whatever. And that's my Kenyan. And then I, then I, I, I paid, paid you for the slave, and I made a Kenyan, uh, Kenyan Hatser, the slave, and after that, everything that's on him. That was the Kenyan on the Eved, and then I got, some, I got everything else as a Kenyan Hatser once the Eved was mine. 
All right, that's what we have then in our Gemara. The Gemara goes a bit further, and this is the stira, the contradiction I was mentioning to you earlier, Ab. Um, Ab asked, what's the halacha with regards to uh, land and slaves? So we saw Beraita earlier, which said that if you were mahazik bakarka, you did the kinyan on the land, lokana avadim, you can't do a kinyan agav on slaves, right? That's what it said. It said you can only do land and movable, standard movable objects, not slaves. Now says the Gemara, we have another contradiction. Would you know it? Vahatanya, don't we have the second beraita? We didn't read it entirely. It didn't tell us it entirely. Hehazik bakarka, it says, kana avadim. It says the opposite of what we learned in the earlier Beraita. It says that if you make the Kinyan, do the act of acquisition on the land, you get a gav by means of that, the slave. So I'm going to buy your land and I'll take the slave as well as part of this deal. Here's the money for the land or here's my hazaka on the land. I get the slave without doing anything. <laughs> That's a contradiction. Answers the Gemara initially, hatam be'omdim betocha. Says the Gemara, maybe hata means there, sham. The distinction, the difference between these two beraitot is where the slaves are. Maybe if the slaves are on the land as a kinyan agav still, you can acquire them. Uh, earlier, when we saw the beraita said you can't acquire the land or the slaves together with the land, they're not omdim betocha. They're not on the land. That's the suggestion of the Gemara. Says the Gemara, uh, interesting, is that your it's a suggestion? Be'omdim mikelal. Says again, it seems to tell me, uh, when you told me earlier in the other beraita that it must be that they're not omdim betocha. Says the Gemara, we'll have to start this tomorrow. Okay, we'll start with this tomorrow. We'll return to this contradiction and the way the Gemara deals with it tomorrow. Baruch Amen ve'amen.